Hi, I'm Caleb. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sean, and this is Watcher Harry, a show where three obsessive and slightly drunk friends discuss the wider Harry Potter universe. Uh, and as per usual, not for kids, cursing, et cetera, et cetera. Don't let your kids listen to this. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. So we are recording a mini episode today. And I know we've said mm. things are going to be mini episodes in the past, but this is actually going to be because Lisa has just informed us that she has to be out in like a cool 30. So we, why are we recording this friends? Um, because it Valentine's is the, day. Yeah. The day is my of favorite. St. Cupid. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, I don't think he's a saint. It's not. No, it's not right, but it's fine. I like it. But Caleb reminded us that Valentine's Day was happening and that we should do a, a mini-sode about it, which was yeah. a good idea. Thank you, Caleb. Of course. And I didn't bring any structure or ideas, but we're just rolling with it. We didn't do like a holiday season tie-in episode, so I thought this would be fun. <laughs> Great. Yes. Thanks um, for being on board. So quick run through. What what are we drinking tonight? Uh, uh, I went to Trader Joe's and got this... Oh. Uh, $5 Old Vines Infidel from Gr- Griffone, and it looks like a, a hippogriff. Oh, lovely. Oh, cute. So it's kind of topical On and brand. is romantic. Very nice. Lisa? How about, yeah. Um, I'm actually drinking a good beer and good alcohol for once. Nice. Um, my roommate picked up a four-pack of Lo- Logan Brewing. It's a local brewery just right here in Burien. Um, and it's like, sorry about dog sounds. Um and it's all like um game, video game themed um because it's based off mm-hmm. of i believe the owner's uh late brother um who was very into video games um so this is the green hill zone hazy ipa and it's really delicious nice i am drinking scotch tonight oh nice fancy what kind uh it's the one i actually had the last time i drank scotch on this show mm-hmm. coolie lit 12 Highly recommend. Very nice. Very sophisticated. We're all doing well here. Um, So I'd love to just kick this off. Yeah. Yeah. I love Valentine's Day in the Harry Potter universe. And I'd Mm -hmm. love to hear from you two what it conjures for you. Because I think um, because Valentine's Day wasn't featured in any of the films, we kind of lose that from our consciousness around the franchise. Um, so what does it bring to mind for you too? Oh, it brings specifically just the Ginny Weasley poem. That is a hundred percent what it brings to me. Um, uh, do you remember bits of it? I remember all of it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> um, it's um, especially because the, like the audiobook version is very silly, like sings yeah. it to a song. Um, but it's, Wait, so um, before, before you start, can you set up, can you set up the scene? The because scene. the whole scene is oh. bizarre and so funny. Yes. It is very yes. bizarre. Okay. So it's during the second book, um, when Gilderoy Lockhart is the defense against the dark arts teacher. And he thinks it would be fun, um, to basically pay these like small hairy men, um, to walk around the castle with fake wings and costumes on and deliver valentines to other to students essentially mm-hmm. um and harry who's already had like the most mortifying experience of the year just like having a terrible time also everybody i'm pretty sure at this point thinks he's uh, slytherin's heir and just setting snakes loose on 
people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and this thing like forces him in public to hear this Valentine that Ginny Weasley has very kindly written for him. <laughs> um, his eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad. His hair is as dark as a blackboard. I wish he was mine. He's simply divine. The hero who defeated the Dark Lord. Hey. It's so good. That's really ah, the silliest thing. Um, it was like, it's because it like always made me laugh. And it's very funny in the, um, it's very funny on the audiobook because he sings it. And mm-hmm. it's like something like, like his eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toad. (laughs) That's even better than I could have imagined. That's very funny. Um, But yes, that is what Valentine's Day in the Harry Potter verse makes me think of. I love that. And the, um, so the illustration at the beginning of that chapter is the first thing that comes to mind. And it's like a rendering of like the dwarf in the wings or whatever. Right. I thought that was really silly. Yeah. Sean, how about you? Yeah, it's definitely that. I'm trying to think if there's any other real strong like Valentine's Day scene. And I I just keep thinking of um the date with Cho in the fifth book, but I don't know if that's yeah. actually technically Valentine's Day. I think, I think just, it is. Okay. It is. It definitely is because I think the tea shops all decorated. Yep. And, and specifically yeah. it's on that day is Valentine's Day because he like asks, like, Joe, you want to go to the city for Valentine's Day? With trip. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's like, Oh, I'd love to. What goes down in that date, that ill-fated date? Nothing good. They have like very little in common, unfortunately. And then he's like, oh, I have to leave because we have to go meet up with Hermione. Yeah. And she like storms off on him. Understandably. Oh, and Roger Davies is making out with some girl at the table next to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like sitting there doing like the, basically like that Blink-182 song, you know, where he's like, like just grab her hand just grab her hand I gotta grab her hand just do it just grab her (laughs) hand and then he finally decides to grab her hand and she moves it off the table and he's like fuck (laughs) Uh, that takes me right back to middle school high school and college and adulthood dating (laughs) I was gonna say yeah my dating life now is abysmal so yeah I I got I have no idea how to do it that scene also features Harry yelling at a crying woman (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does does do that. In his defense, he's got quite a lot of PTSD and she just doesn't care. She's, yep, yeah. She's got her own (laughs) shit. Everyone's going through something. Oh, totally. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying Cho's in the wrong either, but I'm just saying both of them are doing terrible forms of communication. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they're doing what they think they might be supposed to do, but like- There are two children living through uh-huh. the prelude to a world war. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Anyway. So that Valentine's Day isn't as fun, but ugh, nope. the one in the second book is just it's the just... best. Mm-hmm. So good. And I don't think we see a Valentine's Day in the sixth book with Lavender and Ron. Do we? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the necklace ordeal happens at Christmas time. Yes. I feel like I maybe the book portrayed it as Val or the movie portrayed it as Valentine's Day might be what I'm conflating. Um, but also maybe not. I think that just it was a snowy scene in the movie. I don't Great. think there was any no Valentine's yeah. Day. Um I also think this is the only time we see a dwarf. 
and they're are, are they are they named as such is this like a ma- is this a magical creature it in is not theory. named in the book however on harry potter lexicon the poem that you just read lisa mm. is quoted and it says dwarf singing to harry mm. so I that's my it, only i think it might be in the books i would believe that yeah i think it is written as it like as magical like as a magical creature Mm -hmm. um like but apparently very dissimilar to um lord of the rings dwarves i was gonna say i love to imagine like gimli stomping around hogwarts (laughs) being like let me tell you your goddamn valentine it is what i underwear (laughs) personally picture um that's choice i mostly picture danny devito just running around oh yeah yeah in like that exact that exact outfit oh, pretty much i mean he's dressed as frank reynolds in, he's, in he's my frank mind reynolds, yeah there's and uh got wings and that's it am i picturing the hercules cartoon is that actually Danny you are DeVito? picturing just yeah. philoctetes yeah yeah okay yeah. okay i knew you guys would know whatever yeah. that thing was named wow philoctetes that's that thing <laughs> That thing. thing. I don't that like Hercules. I don't even know what it is. You <gasps> oh. guys are more well read than me, and I, I okay, do like also, more I, stuff. <laughs> no, I just really love Hercules. Really love Disney Hercules. Movie, I think we've so had good. this exact argument before. Yeah, we whatever. We're not that. You know, we're on a time crunch for the first yeah. time ever. Thank you, Lisa, for keeping us on track with your mm. social life that I assume you have. I do. Um, so <laughs> we had the idea to talk about ships. Yes. Um, and so my favorite ships, my favorite ship in the series probably has to be the one that um, Durmstrang sails um, during the oh Triwizard God. Tournament. Your dad's going to like that joke. Yeah, he is. Hi, Jim. Does he still <laughs> hey, listen? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's still our like number one listener. Um, but um no, I just was laughing at Sean's need earlier this week to explain to Caleb and I what ships were, um, <laughs> as if we aren't also millennials who well, are on the internet. <laughs> but see, I, for- I forget because, again, you guys were not in the trenches mm-hmm. with true. me, the, you know, when I was in high school and was like when, you know, Muggle and everything was coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, what I forgot was that Caleb is now so much more deeply invested than any of us have ever been in the fandom community. Right. I like it. I just enjoy it. I need joy. I I feel like George Costanza right now. (laughs) I get it. I just like it. I'm Um, sorry. And I get it. I think I'm, 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 I'm eventually, I catch on to trends eventually. So I I understand lingo like a year after it's popular. So I, I apologize. I apologize okay. for having to for explaining ships to you. It's but okay. anyway, you you must know I consider myself to be like an anthropologist when I'm enmeshed in the fandom, but that's just so that I can like keep my pride Ooh, intact. Like you're an I really outsider just like looking it. in. Yeah, no, I'm just inside it. <laughs> you're just an intellectual <laughs> observer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, Caleb Kelleher, the intellectual observer of Harry Potter fan fiction, at your service. I need to go to grad school. (laughs) (laughs) Swine is hitting. Oh, okay. I want to I want to know both who like your uh, your biggest ship while you were reading the books. So like growing up 
And then what now looking back as an adult? Okay. So I do actually have a real answer for my favorite ship. So like as an adult, um, and I don't think this is going to come as a surprise to any of our listeners who have listened to this podcast, but of course my favorite ship will always be Lupin and Sirius. That is mine as well. Uh, uh, While you were reading? No, I'm saying now as an adult. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. No, no, no. Not as a child. Mm, mm -mm. Mm. Um, I don't have an answer for that one yet. Um, I guess I was always a big fan of Harry and Ginny once they got together, Mm. but I wouldn't necessarily say that I shipped them at all before Mm -hmm. the sixth book hit. Okay. Yeah. Ginny doesn't really come into a full person. Until Uh, then. Yeah. Yeah. Until really like the fifth book. And then she like kind of starts to come in as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that would be my favorite. Gotcha. Well, we will keep teasing this out. Sean, I know you have yours teed up. Yeah. So as an adult, I'm definitely a serious Lupin person. Um, I feel very strongly about that ship, uh, a ship that I feel like there were all the clues for, and we just like never, never got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder why, because she was so great at writing gay representation <laughs> elsewhere in the books. <laughs> um so yes, that was that is my adult like strongest held ship. Um, growing up, I was I was a big Ron Hermione shipper. So during the the lead up to, I guess it was probably the sixth book, right? Because after the sixth book, it's like cemented that like Hermione Ron are are a thing now, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, I remember in the lead up to that, everyone was still like, no, it's going to be like. Harry Hermione or like Ron Hermione and these were like the opposing factions and I was always a big Ron Hermione supporter were you being contrarian no I mean it was uh I would say it was like 50 50 to maybe like leaning more towards Ron Hermione so it was I was yeah. right in the the general zeitgeist I wasn't like no I wasn't like a, a Hermione Draco shipper which would have been the like kind of like I understand but the outskirts of it yeah I want to acknowledge that the way the question I just asked was kind of a dick move where I like invalidated <laughs> your opinion by asking if you were just being contrarian. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes sense. When I was a kid, I didn't catch the Hermione Ron chemistry. I didn't pick up. I didn't, it didn't make sense to mm, me as a mm-hmm. kid. So I was very much like, what the fuck? And same with Harry and Ginny. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I was like a very well, basic Harry Potter, Hermione shipper. I, yeah, I would say Harry and Ginny specifically wasn't on anyone's radar until the sixth book, right? Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't necessarily something that anybody was like, I mean, I'm sure some people were, but like for the most part, it wasn't something that was really being hinted at. Um, mm-hmm. I will say uh, Hermione and Ron were heavily hinted at starting like year two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we love Ron. <laughs> um, should we talk about other relationships that we genuinely like? Yeah. Like also, in the books? And also genuinely don't like. Yeah. And genuinely don't like. So let's start off. Let's start big. Right. So couples that aren't married. Right. We're going to start with Hagrid and Madame Maxine. Oh my God. Big love. 
Big That's love. That's what's up. Big That's love. Starting big. <laughs> That's um, brilliant. I'm here with the zingers tonight, team. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. You are. I feel like we're all like poppy and on it right now. I think because there's no structure pre planned. So we, we have to, to keep so going. Bad. Our brains are like, okay, we're okay. Full of zingers. Um, spotty, spotty, oh, spotty, 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 spotty. Uh, um, yeah. Can we? What do we think? We Pros? surmise that they ended up together. Or what you- I think so. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that while their relationship started off a little complicated with some like, you know, childhood trauma, you know, trauma bonding happening. And um, internalized giant phobia. Totally. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think that they are sweet and they care for each other and um, yeah, they get to, they get to be around somebody else who, you know, has feeling like similar feelings to them and like can really mm-hmm. understand where they're coming at from both bases. And I love that. We yeah. also, we don't see a ton of adult relationships in this book. Yeah. Um, so it's really just them and the Weasleys who we can talk about next because oh, fucking yeah. love those two. But yes. like those are everyone else's, you know, it's a professor. So they're single, we guess. Yep. I don't know, whatever. Um, Or it's like the Potters are dead. Snape is like, still obsessed with Lily. Like there are no other, I mean, Tonks and Lupin are dead. Sirius and Lupin never are shown like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Weasleys. Okay. The Weasleys are <laughs> hands down, like right. Cup, cup, couple goals. Yeah. Yeah. They got yeah. Me. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they yeah. like objectively love each other. Um, Matt, Mrs. Weasley getting all hot and bothered about um, Bill marrying Fleur after knowing him, like knowing her for only a year. But like, the truth comes out that they got married before they even like qualified. With <laughs> they did. Wait, no, not that? necessarily. But they like they got married like right out of Hogwarts and they eloped after like only <gasps> like a short period well, of time. The Weasleys have a red hot sex life. And we oh, know totally. this. We've acknowledged this oh, yeah. in the past. And she talks mm-hmm. about how she like they used to like come home late and the the fat lady like wouldn't let them back in. Um oh. like they're great. They mm-hmm. know what's up. They're 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 just they're couple goals. They're a dynasty. They're like the Weasleys are an institution. <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah. they are. It's so like mm, wait, let me check in. We're gonna do a whole episode about them, right? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. No doubt then in my mind that there will do... be a Molly and Arthur episode. Maybe we could just do a passing acknowledgement that we love them the most. They are, yeah. are they're our favorite couple, and that's okay. great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, another married couple that I think that we should bring up for truly how much they really do love each other. And Sean, you uh-huh. will agree. Um, our favorite blondes, the Malfoys. <laughs> is that what you're no. gonna say Lisa? i wasn't but now i agree oh no. The oh no who are you gonna say i was actually gonna talk about the dursleys oh, oh my gosh you know what both of them though are, are two couples who love themselves each other and their sons very much very yeah. much they're very mirrored and they hate harry <laughs> potter so much we've got the the muggles and the purebloods very mirrored 
Is that intentional? I doubt it, but we're doing it now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my. But you know what? <laughs> they both are couple goals. They are. Wow. Yeah. Plus, I actively think that Narcissa and Lucius are like hot. They're so oh, hot. they're so hot. They're so hot. I mean, they more, like- <laughs> more in the movie because um, the woman who plays Narcissa, who unfortunately passed away, but was also in Peaky Blinders, is so hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the two of them, like, and Jason Isaacs, like, can get it. Like, oh my god! And, but in the books, they're sandwich. described as being like hot. Like the blacks, like the the black family, are hot. All hot, yeah. All mm-hmm. hot. Like yeah. they, uh, evil wizards, but hot. Very hot. Oh, you know what we could do? Make a chart uh, uh, where the axes are hotness and evil. Let's do that soon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in we fact, should. I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. That'll be for our next one. I I'll think, take you on a ride. Um, yeah, I do think that they tend to um, describe some of the evil wizards as like she like she tends to describe the evil wizards like the dark wizards, right? As kind of like like disgusting and like mm-hmm. like unattractive but man she really laid into the blacks and the malfoys is like no 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 not these two mm-hmm. though yeah these two families hot wow mm. yeah yeah the dursley's not hot but they do love each other they do mm-hmm. yep and they're not evil they're just dicks we've been through this yeah that's true you can re- <laughs> what's the episode please go go uh Listen to our Muggles episode for our full thoughts on the Dursleys. God, I've already forgotten that we did a Muggles episode. Me too. <laughs> Poor Sean. I was like, wait, I, are, we, I remember are we doing a you, Muggles episode? I remember because you both just shit on my arguments the whole time. <laughs> we respectfully said no. <laughs> um, I don't know if the listeners know this. Sean, you say at the end that you edit them. Sean does all the work um, here. Sean sits and listens to our dumbass voices and hot takes and puts them yeah. in a package for you. Um, so of course it's, you remember Sean. Right. Yeah. You spent a lot of time with us. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time with our voices. Um, I think uh, this is, this has to be known that if uh, Sean, for some reason you had to stop doing this podcast and it was just me and Caleb left, uh, you would get a lot of unedited nonsense that made no sense and everyone would hate it. I we I, wouldn't even try to edit no. it. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't bother. We wouldn't bother. You just up, actually just talk and upload it straight to the internet every time. <laughs> yes. We probably wouldn't even upload it, right? It's just on YouTube. It's just it's <laughs> It's an Instagram live once every three weeks. <laughs> that is an idea. <laughs> Could do it, you That's know. An idea. Um, okay, so those have been some of our fa- Do we have any more favorite couples? No. Um, I'm sure we've got some ones that got away. Yeah. And if we want to do a thought. Like ex- our favorites. I think I have couples that I like, but I don't necessarily think they're my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say R.I.P. Fred and Angelina. Oh, I think like I they, wanted to they, talk about them. I think they really could have been gods here. Oh, I think so, too. I think they would have created a like just like a, a brood of children that would have ruled the whole wide world. Yeah. 
weird that she married George. That's not, I thought that I was know, a weird That's not choice. canon. That's not, and even, that's not in the books. It's not canon. I don't Where like it? it. I think it's, I think it's just weird JK nonsense. Oh, I uh, thought, mm, I thought it was in the epilogue, but I could be wrong. It's not in the epilogue because I scoured the epilogue because okay. I thought that it was too. And it's not. Um, cool. Not canon. So that's a relief. I don't that, think it's weird. canon. I think it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. But they, it's that, stupid on both or it's weird. It reflects poorly on both of them. It's trauma on both of them. For sure. Mm-hmm. It almost You're feels right. like, you know, when you're like, your brother is beholden to a woman and then he dies at war, you know how this happens. Um, yeah. And then I, I, when you have to marry, Are we talking and then you the have to marry his widow or baby mama. Yeah. As one does protect her honor, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, wait, no, like, that, that literally happened in Bridgerton. Yeah. That was what I was okay, yeah. thinking and thinking of, but I feel like it's happened in other things too. That like, happened it feels in Game like of it, Thrones. I feel like it also happened in like Downton Abbey, you know, but there's no actual rules. No, but I feel like Downton. that's, that's what I think of when I think of their getting together. Mm. Um, I don't think I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm. No. no, very well. So that's a, that's a bad couple, but Angelina and Fred, great couple. Oh, the tops. Mm-hmm. We were robbed. I agree. I have a, I have a thought experiment to float. Yeah, go for it. Which professors mm-hmm. are secretly fucking getting together? McGonagall and Trelawney. Oh, oh, no. I yep. did not see that coming. Yep. I also I think did it, not see that coming. I've thought about it, and I think it's true. Wow. Can you explain why? Yes. Because they've got that hot, like, enemies to lovers energy. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's how they keep their front going. Yeah. It's all mm. part of their sick game that they make everyone else participate in. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. And Trelawney's repressed, so she drinks a lot. I feel like um, Sprout and um, the substitute um, uh, creatures teacher. Grubbly Plank? Grubbly? Yeah, Grubbly Plank. Grubbly Plank? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That? I like that too. Because they just are both near each other all the time. Mm. They're just like the only ones that work outside, except for Madam Hooch, oh. I guess, also, who gives off just gym teacher energy. She gives me, I had the biggest <laughs> crush on her <laughs> in fifth grade. I was so hot for her. I used to like stare at this picture of her and I was like, I'm so straight right now. <laughs> I am the straightest. I like all the I can't boys. wait to marry a man. <laughs> You know, actually, all of the Hogwarts <laughs> professors have, like, real lesbian energy. They no, do. All of them. Every it's single all, one. It's like the all-girls school phenomenon where oh. there's just, like, no market. There's no, no real estate around Because <laughs> they're half-giants or they're Snape or they're any other number of... Slughorn. Slughorn. Just, like, all hates right. everyone. <laughs> Who's the hottest male professor and we know McGonagall's like the hottest female professor, right? So the or hottest, is- yeah, the it's, hottest. It's probably Snape. Unfortunately, mm. I've already been. I've already expressed. I mean, my, except I think for he, um, mean- Jude Law, professor. You know, <laughs> yeah. But that was like fifty years ago. Uh, yeah, that's true. true. But man, hot. He's pretty hot. Very hot. Mm-hmm. And and mm. and occasionally maybe like I mean, Gilderoy's probably hot. You know, canonically mm. so. Yeah, canonically hot. You don't just win um, 
which weekly's best smile how many Five years times in a row, in a row. Hot, hot? um <laughs> i don't think the, the casting was on point with that he was not much of a kenneth, smoke show. but kenneth Branagh did an amazing job he did he had the whole like swagger um yeah. the also I, I mean maybe maybe lupin he's also young Ooh. So Lupin was hot in the books and he was so not hot in the movie I that I forgot he was supposed to be hot in the books. I didn't know he was supposed to be hot. Yeah, he is supposed to. I mean, would Sirius go for anything else? Yeah, come sure. on. Good point. Be serious okay. is pro- possibly the hottest character in this entire book. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100% he is. It's stated multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> All they do is talk about how hot Sirius <laughs> is. That's like most of the book. Yeah, that's true. Hot and broody. Hot and, and a broody. criminal on the run. Ugh. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Other, Honestly, other than just like a bunch of lesbians, I can't really think of any other couples <laughs> mm. <laughs> that the teachers are going for. No. I think Madame Hooch and McGonagall. Oh, I mean, they all probably get around with each other. You're right. What do you think those staff meetings are like, you know? In the prefect's bathrooms. <laughs> they have their own. They have a staff bathroom. <laughs> they would. They could never use the prefect's bathrooms. There's too many orgies happening at all There's times. Too many the Nearly headless Nick is the ghost that pervs on the, the, staff, the staff washrooms. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore lets- go. <laughs> Nearly Headless Nick lets the next orgy know when the orgy bathroom's available. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbledore used to lead them, but when he became headmaster, he decided that he had to step down. The headmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm sorry. This was bad. <laughs> sorry to everyone. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about couples that we don't like. Um, does anybody have like chomping at the bit to like reveal their least favorite? Mm-hmm. I don't like Harry and Ginny. Oh, yeah, okay. it's boring. I don't it like boring. it. I think they're boring. They are. That's true. I think Ginny's a poorly written character and she has no personality. Yeah, and I think the two wrong. of them together are just like, well, I guess you couldn't date Ron. So here's the girl one. Here's the I'm going to disagree Ron. about Ginny. I feel like Ginny's life takes place off screen in the book that's a good point and i i think that i don't know i like her in the book i just don't buy yeah i don't buy the Ginny harry chemistry by the end i do only because we don't like the only reason i i did buy it as a kid was because i didn't get to read it right Mm -hmm. like i like built it up i feel like so yeah. I was like, okay, like that makes sense. And they talked about it's like, and then months went by and they just yeah. had the greatest time. And it was like, oh, they made out. Yeah. That's nice. Right. Yeah. We like 17 to... year old me is like, okie dokie. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got the full show experience. Right. Of like the butterflies and like the first mm-hmm. kiss and it was wet and whatever. All we got. Yeah. All we got was jealous Harry with Ginny. Yeah. Um, now I do want to talk about one more couple that I did like. Yeah, go ahead. Dean and Ginny. <laughs> Me too. I really you like, like them. About them? <laughs> um, will you fill me in a bit about Dean and Ginny? What did you like there? Both of you. I felt like with Dean and Ginny, they like 
both have their like I don't know they both have their love of Quidditch which of course Harry and Ginny have too but I felt like that's like how they initially like bonded Mm -hmm. was being able to like celebrate and like practice together and like do a lot of those things together um which I felt like the sixth book kind of tried to conflate into like that being their relationship, which I don't like Harry and Ginny's relationship, which I don't necessarily agree with. Mm. Um, and I like, I didn't like how they like tried to disintegrate their relationship. Like she tried to disintegrate her, their relationship at the end. Like I it didn't feel like that realistic. Like it didn't really feel like, Dean is written as a controlling person mm-hmm. and Ginny breaking up with him because he is, didn't feel correct. Yeah. Yeah. I also <laughs> think Caleb, to your point that so much of Ginny's story happens like outside of the plot that we get, mm-hmm. there was something really nice about this, like love that built kind of where we couldn't see that yeah. like wasn't involved in the main plot. And it wasn't involving any of these characters. It was just like, these two side characters who we like very much, who apparently have fallen in love. And there was yeah. something really nice about that. It was really nice. Yeah. And also not going to, I mean, also, I know he's not described necessarily as hot, but man, Dean Thomas, hot. Dean Thomas is hot. It, who's he in the our, movie? Hot Dean man. Oh, that's, that's not that, the guy. That hot guy. That hot guy. In, uh, how to get away with murder. Is yeah. That, that yeah. Yes. That hot no guy. No shit. Okay. Yeah, was that hot guy. Yeah. He's very hot. Yes. yes. Wow. Um, and Bonnie Wright was done dirty. She is also very attractive. Oh, oh my god, they, they made her look like a piece of toast. Correct. In and she yeah. is like, and Bonnie Wright of her own, like in her own right, is very hot. Mm-hmm. Terrible job done by the makeup department. Um, yeah. took a very attractive, very attractive woman and just made her look like plain toast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not toast, untoasted toast. Bread. Bread. <laughs> yeah. it's not even that's not even good enough untoasted toast um okay back to um relationships that we didn't like um mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not crazy about tonks and lupin i'm not sold on tonks <gasps> and lupin. tell me more i don't know i maybe it's because of my bias of loving lupin and serious too much mm-hmm. um but like it also just that one also seemed to come out of fucking nowhere mm-hmm. um where no, like no build up for that one no build up at all and that one feels little less re- it feels more ridiculous that there was no build up right like when were they spending time together lupin was literally underground trying to make contact with other werewolves where the fuck yeah. was tonks there was there was a lot of opportunity to build a relationship there that we didn't get um i think i said in an earlier episode that i never loved it you have these two kind of queer coded characters who are then sort of like thrown together in mm-hmm. a relationship that no one quite bought and there wasn't any build up for it. And then you killed them immediately. Yeah. Um, it felt like an afterthought relationship. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the two of them talk about. Like it, <laughs> it just transforming. Then, yeah. I <laughs> <Right>. guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just, it didn't feel like the most thought out pairing it like, and I'm not, I'm not actually suggesting this is what it is. It felt sort of like everyone was like, Oh, Tonks and Lupin are queer characters, and she's like, not anymore. <laughs> not, no, they're not. Right. It like it kind of felt like Tonks had the like she had the trajectory of becoming like, you know, like lost girl. Mm. Lost girl. Like, like I felt like she had like the trajectory of like going down that 
that rabbit hole of like being this like super badass, but then like just got saddled with a man. Mm. Um, and then I'm, the writers of Roswell <laughs> backed it up. And they were like, you are destined to be with this man, but for now you're going to be with this lady. <laughs> and, I would and, like to speak in favor of their match. Okay. Okay. Please do. But Sean, did you have a thought to finish? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, and then just, you know, in the sixth one, where then it's like Lupin's like running out on the family because he wants to like adventure again. It just like all felt so bad because then it was like, oh, so what? Now you're making Tonks this amazing like independent character, just this like stay at home mom whose husband went out for cigarettes and never came back. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't. The whole thing. I just like it didn't. I could have seen it work. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I could I, I actually believe that Lupin and Tonks could be a good match based on what we know about both of the characters. I just didn't believe that they had any time to actually cultivate any kind of relationship. Yeah, I hear that. I think the relationship was really poorly written, like you yeah. both said, and really disappointing, like you both said. And I think it's a little realistic for a wartime coupling and I think mm-hmm. they had to That's die fair. at the end because they were so poorly conceived of. <laughs> but like when you take two people who feel like they're going to die any day, like they're going to jump in and it's like a maladaptive thing. But like mm-hmm. it makes sense for like a pairing. And also like they probably bonded. I don't want to use the word trauma bond because I don't fully understand it. But like I'm sure they bonded through near death experiences together. And well, and their love together. of serious yeah, that's true. Which apparent, proxy lovers. Which also doesn't make I did not know Tongs and Sirius exchanged more than no, they did a handful of words. They but- didn't. Well, and I think they explained that in the books, right? Where Harry thought that like Tonks was in love with Sirius and everybody was like, ew. No. <laughs> like they also didn't really know each other very well. Like Sirius was like- gay, Harry. Right. And also cousins. <laughs> Oh. I don't think that means anything in the wizarding community. There's only like five of those no. families. That's true. But everybody, I mean, the the muggles were the muggleborns were appalled. <laughs> yeah. They pretended to be. Hermione was. She was like, oh, they're cousins. Yeah. Uh, or at least Ron was. I don't know. Even Ron was like, I don't think so, mate. I think you're out of I think you're bang out of order, man. Um, and Ron goes, but there's probably a fan fiction about it. There's probably. <laughs> Um, okay, other couples that we aren't fans of. Um, hmm. yeah. I, really I personally any. think Bill and Fleur are fine. Yeah, I have fine. no, yeah. I have no beef with them. They're both mm-hmm. hot. They can do their own thing. I'm yeah. not that invested, but and I'm they happy like for them. Yeah. quite love each other. So hot that's like and, that's and nice. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And that one was at least teased before it happened. Yeah, and Fleur yeah, yeah. like really came and came out solid yeah, at the end totally like supportive and yeah no yeah, yeah i mean i like i like bill and floor um i think yeah that's all i got ones that got away we know the obvious you know, one. fred and angelina neville and then, luna yeah that's what neville and luna mm-hmm. yeah it's okay. Our God is not a benevolent God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I like, and I'm here for, I'm here for all, not all of the main characters getting together in like high school musical style. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that, but I just felt like they deserved more. Agreed. So you're right. And I know that's right. But like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, if all the characters I love do not 
meet their significant others, like I will die. So I do need them to get together. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's tough. Um, any other, any other couples that we would have liked to see? I want to see some interspecies mingling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I, I mean, didn't think that out ahead of time. All of those, all of those students wanted to, to fuck that centaur. To fuck a, fuck yeah, a horse. They, so. they wanted to fuck that horse. They really mm-hmm. did. Every single mm-hmm. one. And they were like, I mean, to credit where credit is due. I mean, they were openly horny about it. Like oh, she, yeah. like JK was just like, these girls want to fuck this horse and I can't mm-hmm. make this not horny. Yeah. So, yeah. And all the boys being like, this is weird. Girls Some love of the horses. Boys got it. Girls and girls. Uh, love listen, horses. there it's, you know what? I'm not going to like horse boy isn't a term. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but horse girl, very much a term. <laughs> horse boys are just cowboys and that's socially sanctioned, but horse Correct. girls, horse girls are, are something more, more confusing to society. Yeah, <laughs> sure. They're less, they're less understood. They're much more of an enigma. Um, and then the best couple of all, we haven't talked about. Um, Ooh, what's this hot uh, take? The, the spiders in the woods. <laughs> oh, and there are a hundred children. <laughs> what are there? So it's Aragog and what's his name? What's her, what's the wife's name? Mozag. Is that oh, right? I don't Mozag? know. I probably blocked that out of my memory. I don't. Because I the do idea of that is that. so appalling before me and it is a bit repugnant (laughs) it's not great um yeah i can't think of i can't really think of too many more couples um oh uh dumbledore dumbledore i was gonna say dumbledore dumbledore (laughs) and uh grindle grindle dude Grindleman. Grindleman. Uh yes, Dumbleboy and Grindleman. I am gonna start calling Dumbledore Dumbleboy. Dumbleboy. Oh, and also Aberforth and his goats. Aberforth and his goats. That's it. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> this should be the end of our episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, so when they, the, the uh, episode art is just a picture of Aberforth <laughs> and next to some goats. And like a big heart. And like a big them. heart around it. And he's like so fucking happy. <laughs> he's like, he needs to be like this. Oh, no. I don't think he's I, smoking a cigarette. You are now really <laughs> overestimating my ability to do art, especially without my Apple pencil. What if the, we just the, make it like a photograph of a goat? The goat is also smoking a cigarette yes. <laughs> and a bath wearing a bathrobe. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, all right. So, with, um, with the ending of that goat fucker, um, <laughs> We did it. We did a we did episode. It. That's it. Uh, it's our miniest of sods. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, please, <laughs> please share your uh, favorite and least favorite Harry Potter couples. Um, any hot takes? Um, yeah, we want to hear about it. We <laughs> we actually do want to hear about it. So, like, we do please tell us about it. Yes, we're gonna yes. do our best to be better at social media, but we we don't like. Our best isn't like that good. So mm. yeah, this it's is kind enough. of kind of our best, but it's yeah. good enough. But we appreciate you anyway. So as per usual, follow us at Watch Harry Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. 
Um, you can email us at watcherharrypod at gmail.com. I don't know why you would do that. I would follow us on Instagram personally. I think you should yes. start emailing us. Start emailing us. Hate do mail. it. Do yeah. it. Do it. Please. Uh, and as always, uh, please uh, subscribe to us on Apple Pod or Spotify. Leave us ratings, reviews. We really appreciate it. Thank you for those of you who've done so already. Um, all right. Thank you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks, y'all. Go Happy birds. <laughs> no, don't don't say that because this will be posted and we don't know. Fight milk. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, sorry. There's sports happening next weekend. By the time this episode airs, the the, the, the Eagles will have won the Super Bowl. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Sure. Everybody. Sean, I care a lot. Bye. <laughs> The Watcher Harry podcast is hosted by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, Lisa Moen, and Caleb Kelleher. Our editing is done by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, and our theme music is Dance Macabre Busy Strings by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. 